Hello everyone, welcome back to You Know Who I Am. I am the big D, the double D. Welcome to In the Life of a Conspiracy Theorist. And tonight, my friends, I just got finished watching the movie Greenland. And let me tell you, it's not a, per se, it's not a documentary. All right, per se, it's not a documentary because it's a supposedly a fake story. Now, here's what I find interesting, and if you have not seen this movie, please do so. I will not be giving away uh, spoilers of the movie. I will reference the movie and things that you pretty much will get when if you actually looked at the trailer. So, I'm not going to be relaying anything that is going to be out of the ordinary or giving a spoiler of this movie. And I'm not going to, you know, for me, the movie was really, really good. Um, I was very surprised that Jr. Butler actually was one of the executive producers for this movie. And I, I like him as an actor because he did really come on the scene when, if you've never seen The Preacher with a, uh, with a Machine Gun or a Machine Gun Preacher, uh, deals with this, uh, this gentleman, uh, who goes to Africa, I want to say it was in the Congo area, maybe, um, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie, but I remember the fact he goes to a machine gun preacher, I think is the name of it, and he yes, got, I really yeah, like that one too. Yeah. And that's that's our teacher for life that just hey. chimed in. She will chime in uh, periodically because she may told her that if she hears something that I'm sharing tonight and she needs to answer uh, ask a question because she feels like either she doesn't either she doesn't understand or she wants to have understanding, but she's also going to ask questions that she thinks that you out there would want to ask me if I was able to do this. Now, I do a live stream now on YouTube, which is Glop Truth. I was going to do it on Glop News, but you know, the trolls know me better as Glop Truth, and why hide away from the trolls whenever God has a message, right? Amen? All right, all right. Now, one thing you have to understand is that, yes, I am a Christian. Um, I share my testimony I don't pass judgment. I don't sit here and act as if I have this high, uh, this superior hierarchy and that I condemn the world of who you choose to love or, or a lifestyle you choose to live. But if you claim to be a follower of Jesus Christ, I will share and tell my brothers and sisters if they are in error in their ideology. If it doesn't match up with the scriptures and you claim to be a Christian, those are the people that I will call out. People that don't believe in Jesus Christ and don't believe uh, in the scriptures, I welcome you none the same. And I do not pass any type of judgment. So, with that, let's get into the topic tonight, which is Greenland. Not the ice-covered continent, if you will, where I think is probably one of the openings to the hollow earth. But that's a whole other topic on a whole other uh, level. And I will be sharing scripture tonight, okay? So I know that's something I haven't really done on the podcast, but I am going to do it tonight. I do have what my wife calls a potty mouth. I do. I have a potty mouth. And with that potty mouth, sometimes you may hear what we consider curse words. And I just want to make sure that I, if you hear it, please don't be offended. If you are offended, I'm sorry that you're offended. It's just human nature. 
to relate and to relay in the tones and the manner in which you can communicate with others. And if you think it's a limited vocabulary, I beg to differ. But hey, let's not get in that tonight too, because that could be a whole nother topic also within itself. So let me pick up what I want to talk about. So we're dealing with this movie with Jar Butler. Uh, I actually was a uh, art director. I also worked on the art department uh, for the TV show Homeland. Um, I am horrible with names. I'm so sorry for the lady that is his co uh, actor. That's a co. She's as much as the actor as he is in this uh, in this movie. I don't know if my wife is familiar with her name. Um, so, uh, I kind of put her on the spot. She was in Homeland, Homeland, something that I worked on, uh, which is a TV show. If you want to check it out, it's also on Showtime. She's really nice. Uh, it was from the producers and the creators of the TV show 24. Uh, she won me over as an actress in the TV show Gotham. Marina Bukharin. Marina Bukharin. Very beautiful. Very, very nice, very sweet, really enjoyed my time that I was on that TV show uh, in the art department. So we're going to take a look. Now, the movie is dealing with, now this, if you don't know anything about it, it is what my wife calls a natural disaster. She's not typically down for those types of movies, but she was like, you know what, Jara Butler, he's, he's nice to look at. So I think I would just, uh, I'll just sit here and watch it with you. And I was like, well, she's nice to look at, but you know what? Hey, so let's get into the thing before people make comments saying, hey, you said you're a Christian and you shouldn't look at a woman. And I'm not. I look at her and can say she is a beautiful woman. She's adorable. My wife is a gorgeous no, woman. So there is that difference. My, no one will ever be able to beat my wife. In my eyes, a beauty. She's really, really cute. So. I like her nose. So let's get into (laughs) this topic. So the topic is, is I have my two baby boys. I have my Oakley and my oldest uh, male kitty that I have, which is Revan. They're so pretty. And they're so sweet. And they are both trying to hang out with me while I do this. So if you hear a cat go, then you'll definitely know it's them. So, let's get into this. So, the topic of tonight is dealing with, and I'm sorry I wasted seven minutes of your time with me rambling, but I, you know what? It's my podcast. I can ramble if I want to. <laughs> I ramble if I want to. So, the TV, the movie Greenland, which is on right now if you want to watch it, uh, go ahead and pay your subscription to HBO Max. Uh, it's a very, very... Uh, it's a very well done movie that deals with an asteroid that's coming to Earth. An asteroid in which, which I found extremely interesting, an asteroid that is not from this solar system. All of a sudden, we know that this asteroid is uh, going to be seen in the day uh, as much as he is in the night. And with this asteroid, you know, NASA, Homeland Security, uh, the government, 
decides not to tell the people, the public, and other nations around the world do the same thing where they're like, no, uh, we're not going to share this to the public, that this asteroid is literally going to smack down on your candy booty of the Earth itself. And so it's a secret. Now there's a, an alarm that goes out like the Amber Alerts uh, from Homeland Security. And yes, in the movie, they show that they can even hack into your TV stations and not only hack into your TV stations, but they can be able to relay a message in your, in your personal, on your personal TV, which I thought was kind of freaky, but it deals with that whole 4K, that whole, you know, uh, technology is our friend, big brother is watching you mentality. And what this deals deals with is that it comes out and says, hey, you've been selected as a group that will be uh, allowed to go to these underground bunkers. You're going to go to this area. Now, here's the thing I, I want to make sure I put out there is that I do have family members that are in the military. One thing that had been let on to me uh, is there a way I could get to point A to point B if if I'm able to, if I could, to get to that area, could I be there at this appointed time? If something like this would happen, I would sit here and be like, it, the old me, before the conspiracy side of me, before I met Friedman Fly, look him up on YouTube, as long as YouTube guy that's ever been around uh, has some wacky conspiracy theories, but he's got some really interesting ones too. And uh, he challenged me when I worked in the the in the movies, and um, he's one of the reasons what paved the way for me to become a conspiracy theorist myself. So with this, I um, know that there are contingency plans for families and family members that if you're able to be on the list and get on the list, that you do have an amount of time to get to point A to point B. And when you get to point B, you don't know where you're going to go after point B. You, you have no idea where your destination is. And so with this, looking at the movie and seeing the movie, I already know what the premises was, is we've got to get to point B so we can end up at point C to tell this story. The problem is an asteroid is coming. NASA has lied to the people, has told them nothing to worry about, no, nothing to worry about, just obey us, everything's fine, it's going to be a light show, as I like to call a shit show, that you're going to be able to see this take place, and there's nothing to worry about, it's going to burn up in our atmosphere, even though they know this thing's going to actually land and hit in certain places uh, in this fictitious movie which are pieces of the asteroid. Now, the reason why I'm mentioning this and talking about this is the fact that NASA does know and has acknowledged there is an asteroid that they are paying attention to with the Lucifer telescope that the Vatican owns. Let that sink in for a second. Those of you that are believers in Jesus Christ, Christians... Lucifer is what is in the King James Bible in the book of Isaiah uh, is the name that is given, which is a uh, Latin name that's given 
to the evil one and um yes the vatican actually has a telescope that they owned this own first nation people's land and they are watching this asteroid this entire time they're looking towards the heavens because there is scripture there is scripture that does talk about this type of event this type of thing in the last days um when we're going to take a look in the sixth chapter dealing with the seventh seal this opening of the book of revelation so you have nasa you have the vatican you have a telescope called lucifer that's looking towards the heavens at an asteroid that has been labeled anubis uh it also has another name that it was given uh, I wish I had wrote that down. Maybe I could look in these notes here real quick and um, be able to relate to you the actual numbers as uh, affiliated with the, uh, the the object that's called the Eye in the Sky, um, which is given the name Anubis, which Anubis also means the destroyer, means the, you know, the chaos bringer. Um... And, you know, with this, with this, you're having, you know, different asteroids that are being looked at by the Neowise was a result were attained by applications of 10 different model uh, methods, many of which are not, you know, uh, given fully to the, the public, but it is given. Now, here is the thing is that uh, you're going into this dealing with a what's called as neo out of all things which means near earth object and you have uh the city killer asteroid that nasa didn't see coming which zipped by earth on uh, july 2019 the asteroid of that one was 2019 okay like uh, so it was okay, but we missed it. And as a matter of fact, it goes on and says that, you know, dealing with this, the observation, uh, the European uh, Space Alliance, the European Southern uh, Observatory uh, confirmed that a asteroid in 2006 known as QV89 which had a 1 in 7,000 chances to impact Earth back in September 9th 2019 now I find this interesting because around the same time you're now dealing with the beginning stages or coming towards the stages of COVID which for me is saying okay um was COVID a psyops to keep our eyes off the sky? Uh, and then 2020, you have all chaos fall, falls apart in every country in the world because of COVID, which is SARS-2, which is a type of flu. But we can get that in another time. So you had a 2019 OK was traveling at 15 miles uh, per miles per second, came closer to Earth than our moon. The asteroid didn't uh, change 
its course. And dealing with the writing, University of Hawaii came across uh, describing an incoming asteroid about four meters in diameter, which is another uh, note of a sizable size of a large car asteroid entering in the uh, in twenty uh, in June twenty second, twenty nineteen. Uh, who can forget about the 65-foot asteroid traveling at nearly 43,000 miles per hour uh, that exploded in the atmosphere over um, Russia in 2013. Uh, that, again, was the size of a car, small sedan, if you will. Uh, but we are dealing with a real apocalypse risk if something is larger than a uh, small sedan, if you will, or a small car. Um, as this took place, you have uh, now Anubis that is coming into the year. Um, that in mind, considering how in June 2004, astronomers at the uh, kit uh, Perk Na National Obs Observatory detected a sizable asteroid heading in the direction of Earth. Um, later in 2014, by the team of Siding Springs uh, Survey in Australia, identified the asteroid again the next year. The team then discovered that the asteroid uh, that they had named Apophis interesting after the egyptian god of a spirit of evil darkness destruction malevolent force that cannot be stopped according to legend that's what apophis name actually means so you're having an asteroid that clearly nasa and rest of the scientific community is naming this asteroid that was spotted in 2014 after a god it clearly says that is an evil spirit darkness destruction a malevolent force that cannot be stopped so in other words we have this enormous force that cannot be stopped is essentially what we're being told by the name now if you know anything about how the elite do a in your face tell you exactly what's going to happen but at the same time have deniability I was taking a look at the movie Greenland as I told you earlier and it's dealing with Greenland is dealing with an asteroid that is a doomsday asteroid it is an apocalypse level asteroid and it's going to crash into the earth and that they knew about this now here is the plausible or possibility of the um, collision of this celestial body with our planet um, if you focus on the calculations and preparation on behalf of preventing efforts by uh, experts across the world dealing with Apophis you find out that it will be seen 
And it's not known if, if we see it, it means it's bringing its utter destruction at this time. But we will see it on April 13th, 2029. Essentially nine, almost nine years, or a little bit over eight years now, um, according to NASA's own website. Now, NASA also admits that Apophis in the year 2029 will be so close to Earth, they say, that will put some of our orbiting satellites in peril, which I, I find that funny, but that's a whole other topic again about what the Earth actually looks like. Uh, even by uh, visible and daytime sky. Now, that's exactly in this movie, Greenland. Did they describe Charlie, the asteroid that is supposed to be able to be seen just like Anubis in the daytime sky? So everybody is like glued to their TVs, you know, their black mirrors to see the foreshadowing of, of their coming apocalypse. And, you know, they're told that it's going to hit in the ocean, this one little debris, nothing to worry about. Bam! It hits in Florida and decimates Miami, Florida. And with it decimating Miami, Florida, all of a sudden everybody's going, what? We were told by NASA it was going to just skirt us by. We were going to be able to see it and that any of the pieces was going to burn up in our atmosphere. And then there's a Amber Alert, I like I call it. Uh, it is a Homeland Security FEMA, which is under... Just look up FEMA and look at Homeland Security. They're under the same umbrella. Uh, they are the same actual entities uh, in, our gov- in, our, in our society and our government uh, if you live in the United States here in this podcast. It says, oh, we miscalculated... And we had this impact that took place. We miscalculated. And then they start releasing to the people. Now, in the movie, there's a group of people say we'll see this. And they have been doing it through the phones. But then all of a sudden, they're able to do it through your smart TV sets. Okay? Your smart TV sets is able to be hacked by Homeland Security, FEMA, to sit there and say, hey, these people have been selected. Please rendezvous at this coordinates. And so that's where the story picks up is that they realize when it's already too late that NASA and our government has lied to us. And I can't help but feel the irony that conspiracy theories that was named by the CIA, I don't want to say that last little letter because, hey, their ears perk up when you call them out. It's a whole, a whole intent. I think even if it's as a demonology, there is power in the name. So saying that name would probably bring them. So I've got to be careful. So you get a three-letter word and you have it with a C. And an I, and you fill in the rest yourself that know the absolute truth of what's going on, and they are now selecting people to help rebuild the infrastructure of our society after this doomsday event. And so I 
look at that and I'm going, okay. I know I'm not going to be on the list, but they're really, because they're really not going to put a conspiracy theorist on that list. But I do have family members that might be put on that list. And I have a feeling that some of my family members already know about Anubis. Already know about the preparations that our government and governments around the world. Yes, Oakley. That's my baby boy, kitty. Sorry about that. He's just wanting to talk to everybody. He's a good boy. He loves people. And he hears me talking, so he thinks that you people are someone he can see. <laughs> so. He's cute. And it's interesting because I'm looking at my clock at the moment right now, and the clock says 11-11. And if you know anything about numerology and stuff, 11-11 means death. And we're talking about death. And we're talking about Anubis. And we're talking about our governments and everything. So the next thing that takes place and that happens is they're trying to get into an underground bunker. Isn't it interesting that there have been many, if you look at YouTube, before YouTube had its first purge, I know a lot of you creators on YouTube have freaked out over the purges that YouTube, but y'all were sitting there, we're fine when the conspiracy theorists, you know, us nutcases. When our channels were taken down, you're like, well, y'all are just sitting there spatting nonsense. You're spatting nonsense, and your content doesn't deserve to be seen on YouTube, you mother fuzz buckets. And so they got rid of a lot of the conspiracy theorists, my channel included. Except for this this, this cat that that I used to be friends with who tells told me that he had a brother-in-law that is in the CI, you fill in the blanks. It's interesting how Robin Hood was able to miss the purge and I believe that goes into the whole disinformation that is being spatted out on that channel and my channel that was actually sharing truth was uh, terminated. So I sit here and I look at these events and I'm going, okay, we have a movie which literally in the movie, it tells you they've been working on this movie for over, for over, what, five Probably. years? Mm -hmm. Because we then see pictures of the son, and the only way you could get those pictures is that you would have to be know him when he was two years old, three years old. Well, I looked at him. Five. Yeah. And then five years. And then he plays a character that's supposed to be seven years old. And then he is now eight years old. And then he, uh, because by the end of the movie, that's how, how old he's supposed to be. Um, and with that, with that, you're seeing, you're seeing that They've been working on this movie, and this this kid is having these birthdays in this movie. And you're like, how long have you been working on this movie? For me as a conspiracy theorist, I believe they've been working on this movie because of the fact of the subject matter. 
The elite love to tell you stuff that they're going to do in movies, commercials, TV shows, or even in music videos. And they tell you what they're going to do in plain sight. So as everyone is looking at this movie thinking, oh, we don't have anything to worry about. It's just a fictitious movie. NASA knows about this asteroid that they have named Anubis. Named Anubis. And that we're looking at it could be three and a half years, which would be April 13th, 2029. Now, as a Bible scholar, as a man that understands the ancient text, I do understand that you're not supposed to ever say dates. So I'm not going to say set dates, but I am going to let you know the other date that Nef, uh, that that NASA uh, believes that it will come on another pass, which will be on a Wednesday. April 13th, 2032. And I want to make sure I put that in there. So you have an April 13th, which take a look at Friday the 13th. You see there's numbers with number 13. The reason why we think that Friday the 13th is so bad uh, in our culture is because of the fact that the Knights Templar by the King of France and the Pope annihilated the Knights Templar because it belie people believe because they found out the secret that Mary Madeline was carrying the seed which was the Holy Grail in her belly and uh, those wanted to wipe out anyone that found out that truth but that's a whole other topic for a whole other podcast so you now have these two dates you have April 13th and you have October 13th one in 2029 and one in 2032. And you probably will be sitting there saying, okay, double D. What are we, which one's going to be the apocalypse? Well, that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is to make you aware of an ancient sculpt, uh, ancient text and ancient text in which let you see, let you see these events and let you as listener Make your own choices and decisions what you want to take with this information. Now, there is a thing called the prophecy of, of Fatima. And that two out of the three prophecies of um, Fatima has already taken place. We had this one that came out that was supposed to convince us, but it was a bunch of giddy gob. It actually looked like you were, you were sitting there trying to piece together a prophecy or a, an event from these children like Nostradamus did when he looked into his black mirror into his liver uh, that he had in front of him in a black mirror and he rambles out things that no one can understand and can't make sense of till after the fact that those things have happened and then all of a sudden everybody's like oh Nostradamus predicted it okay I could go into a whole nother podcast with that one too but I'm not going to Now, if you do have a prophecy, which is being said, will pass just shy of Earth in a few years from now. 
could there be an alternative truth that in on biblical portions that could risk the life on earth is there anything in the ancient text that could lead us to sit there and say there may be merit to Anubis to this event is going to happen on April 13th. Thank you, Sweet Pea. April 13th, or in the year 2029, or on October 13th, 2032. When you have Anubis that's traveling at 28,000 miles an hour, which has a mind-bending mass and potential to be an apocalyptic event you have to ask the question could this neo near earth object actually be capable of being a destruction that could be absolutely seen and related to Biblical prophecy. Apophis since 2018, which is also known as, I believe, as LF16. Um, it is mind-boggling that this thing, and the size it is, Excuse me, there was one that was the size of the uh, uh, Empire State Building, and uh, it was believed the state is sorry, the state, uh, the Statue of Liberty in New York, and that was LALF 16 that was smaller, uh, they thought could be, you know, a nation killer. Uh, but when NASA came to reports dealing, which came out on March 27th in the year 2019, the NEO near-Earth object classified as an asteroid, um, which was taller than the Great Pyramid, which gives it its name, Anubis, um, which you can look up in 2019 EN, you can also look up PP29 and also looking into these things as risk um, and also the 1979 XB all are considered uh, uh, NEOs near-earth objects. So a lot of people will say, well, why is this one so much to be threatened with? And the reason why, which I found interesting, that I found extremely interesting, just like in the movie I just watched, which is known Greenland, in that movie you're seeing You're seeing um, Gotcha sweet pea. Uh, you're you're seeing that this is a asteroid that NASA's been watching closely. 
but it came from outside our solar system. And so they have no idea where and uh, the impact that, that, that this asteroid is going to have till after the first one, which in the movie hits Florida. But Anubis is believed that it will hit the Pacific coast. Absolutely right off the, the coast of California, no less. And so I was sitting here looking. And I'll answer my wife's question next time I'll have us figure that out together. Um, I want to come to deal with this, what's known as the seventh seal first. And I watched when the lamb opened one of the seven seals. I heard one of the four living creatures. Um, say with a loud voice like a thunder come and i looked and behold a white horse that is riding had a bow and a crown was given to him and he came out conquering and to conquer and he opened the second seal and i heard the second living creature say come and now another horse bright red and his rider was permitted to take peace from the earth so that people should slay one another and he was given a great sword. And then he opened the third seal, and I heard the living creature say, Come, and look, behold, a black horse, and his rider had a pair of scales in his hands. And I heard what seemed to be a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a Damaris, and three quarts of barley for a Damaris, and do not harm the oil and the wine. And when he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come, and I looked, behold, a pale horse, and his rider name was Death, and Hades followed him, which is hell. And they were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword and with famine and pestilence and with every wild beast of the earth. So... Right here, there is things in which fit into the criteria of the four horsemen. And this is where we're coming to right now. We're coming to the eighth chapter of the book of Revelation. It said, The seventh angel who had the seven trumpets prepared to blow them. First angel blew his trumpets, and there fell hell and fire mixed with blood. And there was thrown apart the earth, and a third of the earth was burnt up, and a third of the trees were burnt up, and all green grass was burnt up. The second angel blew his trumpet, and something like a great mountain, just like in this here, it's considered a great mountain, burning with fire was thrown into the sea. And a third of the sea became blood. Now, if you take a look at the trajectory of Anubis, it says that it's going to be thrown into the sea. Not only is it going to be thrown into the sea, but it's going to be thrown into the Pacific Ocean. So as I was reading this, going, what? And it says... And a third of the sea became blood. 
So there's an impact of this fiery mountain that hits the oceans. And when it does, it kills the sea creatures. A third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. Third angel blew his trumpet, and a great star fell from heaven, blazing like a torch. And it felt a third of the rivers and the springs of water in the name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became Wormwood, and many people died from the water because it had become been made bitter. And what I find interesting in the movie is you have the character of G.R. Butler has heard this radio thing that gives you uh, the scripture that deals with Wormwood because it's called Wormwood in the book of Revelation chapter 8. They hear this, he hears this, and then you see later on, he is drinking water, as much of it as he possibly can put into himself at once, washes his hands with that water, rubs the dirt off his face with that water so he is literally using water he's not drinking a soft drink he's not drinking tea he's not drinking any other thing he's drinking water and for the common people you would be like that's a normal response but when you have that they mention wormwood in this movie and shortly after it the main actor of the movie is drinking water they are foreshadowing things in which I believe come straight out of the Bible. You might think I'm crazy. That's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. But I don't believe in coincidences. I don't believe they worked on this movie as long as they worked on this movie because they wanted us to piece together coincidences. I think the storytellers and the creators and the elite that and CIA also work on movies too, by the way, and the FBI and any Homeland Security or anything like that. I learned that when I was working on Homeland, the TV show. But with that, you're now seeing that they're now giving us a movie called Greenland. They're going to underground bunkers, they're trying to get away from the mountain. It is ablaze. And at the end of the story, it was what I always found interesting is that it says that they will have hide in caverns and caves and in the mountains, and then they will cry because of the wrath of God if Anubis is the wrath of God upon an unrepentative world it just breaks your heart to even think about and with that I'll leave you with this when I was sick with cancer I learned one thing you're not guaranteed tomorrow. So don't put off today what you can do. Don't put off tomorrow. Put off today to, for tomorrow for what you can do right now. And understand, none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. Some of the Bible scriptures that I shared with you came out of the book of Revelation, chapter 6 and chapter 8.
And if you read those two, please check out Matthew chapter 24. And read it in its entirety and look at those two chapters out of the book of Revelation. And maybe you'll start seeing how the dots are connected. As always, please pay attention to your surroundings because you never know what lies in the corner. God bless.